following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We find out the kingdom of science is not alone on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and we have returning fourth-time champion... Here's Samurai Derail Medics. And... One, it's Kuro. And... Editorial writer, Laser Kid. Yes, it is time to talk about at least the first seven episodes of Dr. Stone New World... Because so much happens in Dr. Stone, we can't wait a whole 11 or so episodes to talk about it. It's just, it'd be too much. It'd be way too much. And I felt like this was a good place to stop because we kind of, we got through the building phase of this arc. And now we're into the intrigue and action phase. But, uh... Yeah, they sure raised the stakes pretty quickly. Oh, Holy yeah. crap. Oh, yeah. They did. But- they- in the Ryusuei special, they, they added currency and clothes yeah. made of hemp cloth and uh, hot air balloon. All of that. And, of course, a captain. And in this season, because they are trying to build a boat and obtain oil, along the way they add farming and agriculture, baking bread, cameras, Minecraft and tracks, paved roads... LCD screens, radar, sonar, metal detector. And a partridge in a pear tree. And a radio tower. (laughs) Yes. Which, when they activate it, they get a haunting message. Morse code that reads as why over and over and over and over again. Three of these kids can read Morse code. Like, I don't know anybody who can actually read most Morse code. And I know a lot of people. And they just so happen to have at least three people that can read Morse code. Like, what a perfect yeah. coincidence. Yeah, specifically on that boat at that time. Yeah. Because they built both a little boat and a really big boat, the Perseus. Lots, lots of stuff happens. To it. You know, it all kind of builds together. You know, they'd go from one thing to another. Nice callback to the very first season stuff where uh, Taiju makes note that he remembers Senku mentioning that if you crush uh, seashells, that it helps for plants to grow if you plant it in the soil. Because Taiju is a super farmer. (laughs) He also never seems to get tired. Oh, the boy is superhuman. <laughs> I can have just a third of that stamina, man. Indeed. I know, right? Dude. I don't mind the suspension of disbelief for some of these developments. Like, because you assume from watching it, all these things are for a long period of time. You know, they, they just, like, the time skips are a regular part of the show. The one thing that I did have trouble adding to the element of with this is that they had not developed any kind of subsistence thing. like 3,000 years 
and they were still hunter gatherers. Like if they if they developed from astronauts, astronauts would have known about seed cultivation, and at the very least, they would have had their gardens. Like I'm not saying mass scale agriculture, certainly subsistence gardening and farming. So like that that was new. I I don't know. I just thought that was that was a little off. At, at a certain point mm. to support the village that size, they would have, they, if they are a stagnant village, they would have wanted to have some kind of constant source of fruit and veg, you know, aside from hunting and gathering, like so that even like, like even you look at the other stone age peoples were doing that 10,000 years ago. So it was but it bothered me a lot because I'm like, that's, it's not that hard. Like that's not a vast leap in science. Certainly like large scale agriculture would, would be a lot more development, but small scale, I think they were perfectly capable of that. I don't know. It's, it's a little thing. I get it, but it just, it just bothered me a little bit. (laughs) I think the implication there is that they lost it because there's definitely a lot of implication that a lot of the knowledge that started with this village didn't make it all the way through. Well, yeah, I, but you don't have to pretty much only one person knows the 100 tales and they're very long. <laughs> yeah, but also like that's one of those things that like people didn't develop that technology from learning from other people. They they figured it out on their own and then gradually like like if you think about original humans, right. you know, very primitive humans were able to figure out how to do small scale uh, a subjugation of of agriculture of subsistence farming so like I, I don't know I just I didn't buy that they they didn't have like like anything small you know of whatever mm. the local wild produce was like let's plant a seed oh hey look it grows from a seed hey what if we plant a couple more seeds in this one patch you know or like what if we pile all our trash in one place oh it breaks down with the heat oh hey look everything grows more fertile from that like these are kind of things like you kind of figure out on your own from working outside and being outside. And that's like a huge part of their stone age lifestyle. Um, I just think that it was, it was a, it was like a, a gap in um, storytelling that I think could have been filled, but overall, like I love the model that this follows where it, it feels like if you've ever played a point and click adventure game, <laughs> it feels like that where you have like a long-term goal, like one big goal, like this is the big thing I have to figure out. So in this case, it was, we had to build a ship, but to build a ship, we have to have this, this, that, and that. And to get to those things, we have to have these other goals first. And they follow that model all the way through with like, okay, in order to support a building a big ship, we have to have metal. We have to have um, production of wood, industrialization. Yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, like you have to have all these things to support that, and I like that they, that's the, the it's it's very um, a fun model for a show to follow, and and that way it keeps you engaged. And like for me, sometimes you just want something that doesn't have a high like risk factor. Though of course they they really amped up towards the the the, the last like two episodes like they amped up the my anxiety level when they all got petrified. I was like, whoa, I. Was- that what the actual fuck what the fuck also at some point senku invented tear gas yeah that was quick that was like i'm throwing some things in my little lab my little like like carry-on lab well those are side projects because you never that thing came in handy (laughs) it did yeah 
Yeah. The other little thing that bothers me is, and this is something show this good, I feel like should not do. Um, I get that they have a lot of characters to keep track of, but like they kind of diminished certain characters to what their, um, what their contribution was. So like the woman who was the reporter, they just called her reporter. Like they very rarely referred to her by name. And like, that was her identity in every interaction. Like reporter, you do this reporting thing. Like they really diminished the entire character. And I feel like for as much work they put into developing these personalities and the storytelling, it's too good for them to like, I feel like that's, it's just the thing is she was in a total funk until somebody walked over and said, Hey reporter, I got some reporting for you to do. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't like it. Like they do that. I noticed it happens more for female characters though. And this may be something that I'm just more sensitive to, but just like, like diminishing the characterization of a female character to what they do. And that's it. That's their whole identity. Hmm. I don't think they're doing that with Nikki or Kohaku or Suika. I don't know. Suika's like, her job is like hiding and tracking things. And Kohaku's like gorilla woman, which they call her that all the time. Like she's just there for brute strength. And then constantly. Kohaku is also there to show how much she enjoys science things. (laughs) And bread. She does. It's true. Not on that bread. That was the cutest thing. I mean, bread. Is yeah, the eating thing. bread. That was hilarious. <laughs> well, we don't need better bread than this. This is amazing. Like, oh, no, no. You <laughs> haven't had actual bread yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gawk is also good because she kind of get access our uh, primary person to filter the way that this civilization is. Like, we have other characters that do that, too. But she was the first and probably strongest one. I will say that they um, with the reporter is her name Minami I think uh, with her Minami. Min- Minami okay I was I was close wrong pronunciation <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah she's really into having a camera like it's super important to her <laughs> Like really, really, really important. It was but, a tool of trade, though. So you know, yeah. you gotta understand that, man. Like, if it's your tool of your trade, man, you still want that. So I, I really do understand, you know, the importance of having that because honestly, you know, like with some of the things I've done, you know, like having a weapon, you know, that was a tool of my trade. Like, you know, I cook a lot, so I try to have decent knives around, man, and then not having that one. Oh, man, it could be a pain in the ass. That's mm. yes, true. But I, uh, I do like that that bit about her characters. Just like, come on, we got we gotta take photos of this. So you know, in case something happens, we have you know something to remember you by. You know. Yeah, it's for posterity, man. I li- I do like the homage to um, paying homage to um, Alfred and Einstein when they took yes. And also the Senku fashion show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was glorious. Which is not nearly as good as when Kazuki rolls up in his nice suit, immediately 
gets upset about something and rips it. <laughs> he he's balling in that suit and that that car. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, man, he came out like pimp daddy, man. I'm like, yo. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just flicks and I'm like, God damn. Come on. This guy, man. I love him. He's he's like a total renaissance character. He can do everything. He's great. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is, you know, things that Senku's like, oh, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, that. But we got Crumb over here being like, hey, I can figure out a way for us to track these minerals. And he did. And he made a metal detector. And then they made a whole mine industry with mine carts and tracks and everything. Chrome. It was cool to have Chrome, like, have his own um, actual victory. Like, he was able to figure something out instead of it always being Senku. But the thing is, you got to remember, though, Chrome was the smartest person in the village from the beginning before Senku got there. We're just going to have to assume that his focus on rocks is the reason why he didn't figure out agriculture sooner. Look here, I'm just going to put it like this, man. When you got brainy folks like that, man, trust me, we are not, at that time, you're not thinking about agriculture now. I'm a country boy through and through, but I didn't get into gardening and farming like, you know, past what my grandma taught me as far as like taking care of plants, man. But now I can do a whole lot of stuff, but that's still based on the knowledge that she gave me, you know, for farming and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Literally being a like a science orientated person, I really wasn't giving a fuck about that stuff at the time. And of all the things to throw into here randomly, they're like, "Ah, oh, let's hunt for truffles." Yeah, I mean, why not? That was that was kind of. There's no way they were able to find enough to have the mass scale preserved food that they were talking about. But holy crap, Francois is totally a Ryusui apologist. She's just going around like he acts like a he acts like an asshole, you know, a lovable asshole. And then she like goes around is like, oh, he's doing this because of this. Like, okay, person. He's not greedy. If you you feel like you have to do it that often, (laughs) there's a problem. He wants glory for everyone. He actually does, though. That's the whole thing. You know, he the thing is he's greedy, but the thing is he does it in such a way. That he's bringing people along with him, man, because he wants them to um, have that same glory. And, you know, of course, he wants his name attached to it. But the thing is, he understands that, you know, you need people in certain areas to get this stuff done. You really do. You can't do it by yourself. But the dude is so freaking resourceful in the way that he does things, man. He really understands, like, I would say good human resources relations in the things that he does. He understands how to recruit the best people to do the things that you need to get done. I mean, that's really, like, good people management skills, but also on the scale of logistics, man, he actually gets it because logistics becomes a pain in the ass if you do not know what you're doing. It's true. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a good character, uh, but he annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> understandable. Completely understandable. He's obnoxious. <laughs> That's... Like, no in real life... That. Yeah, in real life, I'd be like, no, you need to, you need to reel it in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no more with the... <laughs> <laughs> and the... Yeah. The snapping. The snapping. <laughs> 
Like, I, I've got a bit of begrudging respect for the guy, but he's, yeah, he's he's kind of fun. He's extra. He, he is, is extra. extra. The money thing, too, like, I, I, okay, you guys will have, maybe you'll have a different perspective on this. I didn't think it was necessary at this stage in the society's development, and it really felt like, an, it felt like a distraction, and it felt like they were in they were advancing something into the way they had all structured their society about like everybody contributes to a whole goal and everybody fits, but adding in like monetary, there's no backing of the currency. And Ryusi's explanation based on trust was like such a low hanging fruit. Like it was minimum of explanation of, of how currency works. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't laugh comfortable like i felt like they were disrupting some nice delicate balance these developed like every things for the sake of the society as opposed to for some kind of valueless compensation and i i don't know and i get you know that that maybe maybe i am a little off on this or you might disagree but that was just my opinion hmm. to be um, honest with you the currency could have probably waited a little bit longer but the thing is, um, he was using it as a motivating force to get people to do things. Because think about it. If you got some type of reward to go into this, then, yeah, people tend to work a little bit hard if they got some type of incentive. But yeah, that's the thing that's is, the it was still, yeah, that's, that's but it was still introduced, it, really. a, you know, it was still introduced just a little too soon. Because at this point, I'm like, you can still barter mm-hmm. and trade. You know, barter and trade, I wish people would still do, man. Because, I mean... What I mean, I could have something that may be like not that valuable to me, but could be super valuable to somebody else. And like they may have something that's like, well, shit, I want this. And, you know, we can consider this a fair trade because, I mean, look here, barter and trading is like probably one of the best forms of um, getting something that you need. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like love Gen's ability to just manipulate people. <laughs> That's a lot I more amazing. I don't feel like it was super early, maybe a little bit. Um, they were getting to the point where not, and they made this point, not everyone knows any everyone anymore. And that's when altruism drops out the window. When you don't know who you're working with, it makes it really hard to just do it just because it's the right thing to do. Because you don't know everybody. That's um, true. So and you've was, already introduced all these people from Sukasa's side of things who are familiar with legal tender yeah. and how things used to be. And so you've got all these people, not all of whom know everyone. I mean, there's a common goal, but, you know, at, at a certain scale, you really do need a, um, a motivator. And that is a, a much better... The, the, the carrot is a much better motivator than the stick. It is. And I'm not going to lie, people. I am motivated by money. It's the reason why... I mean, altruism, I still mm-hmm. believe in. Oh, absolutely. I, altruism is great, but it doesn't get altru- you fruit at the end of the day. No, it doesn't, but I am an altruistic person, so I do a lot of things with people based on the fact that I want to do it for oh, them. Oh, yeah, and, and, that's the right, and that's the right way to do it, man. That's absolutely but at the same right. time, I'm a Capricorn, so I believe in having money, and I like some monies, and I'm going to get the monies. Paul, where is my money? Uh, <laughs> we, we, where's our One Piece mugs, Paul? We want yeah, the where one piece mug. Where's my piece mugs? Where, where's my where's my bleach mug? Because I don't think I'm gonna be accepting of that one piece mug. <laughs> Not even for um unit cohesiveness. Screw oh come that. on, it's it's just the Jolly Roger on a mug. 
The only <laughs> Jollies I want are Jolly Ranchers, and that's got to be Jolly Rancher Moonshine. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> tasty. I'd try that. Oh, man. My... But yeah, that, that yeah. explanation um, that they gave is why I actually didn't really feel like it was too early. I'm like, you know what? They make a point. They got a ton of people. Not a, I, And you, when you're at that scale, you really don't know everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though they say about 150 is as many people as you can remember. remember, yeah. Like, you might be able to remember yeah. more than that, but your brain is not going to let you see them as people. They're monkeys, basically. I mean, I hate to put it that Monkeys! Monkeys! Uh, uh. Uh, but you, you, you won't see them the same way that you see that group of people that you recognize, and that's just a limit of the human brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, there are a lot of people that I know. But I say there's probably a good 200 people I may know their names. But after that, it's like, I know your face. I know your name. I know your face. I know you just know your face. But I, even when it's, you know, I know your name, I don't necessarily know anything about you. But then again, I have to say, though, in high school, I, was, I did have a battalion of 429 cadets, and I knew every last one of those little fuckers. Huh. Yeah. That that's from everybody that was like seniors with me to my to my freshmen. God damn it, motherfucker! God damn, James! I would. Oh God! Sorry. I, no, dude. Sorry. When I say Big Mouth know it all, thought he knew everything as a lit one. Did not know a goddamn <laughs> like. I'm like, okay, so we get you up to speed, but you talking about what you can do, and then all of a sudden. You can't execute a goddamn thing. I was like, shut your damn mouth. You don't know shit. The same way I didn't know shit when I was a lit one. Same way with privates. Well, no, privates tend to know a little bit better than that act like that. But, you know, when you're a cadet, it's a whole different story. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, tangent over. Yeah. So they sped run civilization for about a year in uh, time. And, uh, all the while being a little concerned about this entity that is out there that sent them a message. They have no Why? idea if it's nefarious, if it's somebody who needs help, but there's just something ominous about it. The why man. Mm-hmm. Why well, ask why? It's dry, but dry. But they have another dilemma, you see. They don't have enough revival fluid to expand the kingdom much more, if at all. Uh, they could produce some with poop. <laughs> it would just take a long, long time and not make very much. So what they need is some platinum. And it just so happens to be the case that... They do have a supply of platinum that they could track down. It's just on the island where uh, Senku's father and the other astronauts were living before they left and formed the other village. So, to be honest with you, since they're astronauts, would that make it star platinum? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. Exactly. If y'all didn't get that, as far as the well, listeners, you have to understand where people. he's standing from. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stand for this. 
Oh god. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so when Tsunami originally aired <laughs> episode seven before episode six, <laughs> it left the viewers with a lot of questions. Like, who's this Soyuz guy? When was he introduced? What? They're going to an island. What? They're already on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't think much of it when it was originally airing. And then I thought, wait a minute. This isn't right. <laughs> yeah, they goofed. They played episode seven before playing episode six. Um, Whoops. Whoopsie <laughs> doodle. These things happen. They, uh, they are ever shorter on staff everywhere at that company. So, yeah. <laughs> it happens. But I'm just... I'm just... Uh, I, I just find it interesting that this is the first time that they've unintentionally skipped an episode forward as opposed to playing the wrong episode that already aired. Because that's happened. Uh, as recently as what uh, Yashihime's finale. They're like, oops, we just played uh, the wrong episode. <laughs> Guess we extend this a week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what it happened to Dr. Stone. It was an interesting episode, too. Like, I guess, and if you, in hindsight, the, the concept of this guy, Soyuz, you know, being a found baby and coming from another place makes sense because if you think about it, after 3,700 years, there are bound to be more people than that. There were just at that Ishigama village. Mm -hmm. So where are the other people, mm -hmm. native people, not like we're stone people. So, so, and then of course you has like a tantalizing, uh, like it shows three people that we don't know yet. So you just assume there are people out there that we haven't met yet, you know, for whatever reason. And so like, it, it did make, it made sense. It was a nice little, I love that, that all, all part of this story is unraveling a little bit more mystery about everything. And, you know, the ultimate mystery being the petrification itself and the origin of the petrification and who started that. Yeah. And unexpectedly, we're already finding somebody else who can petrify people. Yes. Very disturbing. <laughs> Is it the same person who petrified humanity over so many years ago? I mean, that seems a bit unlikely, seeing as it's been so very long, but. But they mm. also came from that island, and the person who the original petrification came from South America. That's true. So, so they, it adds mm -hmm. an extra element of this because if the scientists thing on that island, like at what point did that technology figured out the actual petrification? Like I feel like there's a whole story here, not to mention this very shady way that they just automatically petrify people that they don't know. Like I'm going to like, laugh in manga you know, reader now. <laughs> Well, the rest of us haven't gotten that far. I haven't gotten that far enough to answer all of those questions, but some of them. Hmm. Yeah. So they get to this island where they're trying to find the the uh, Soyuz spaceship, which, uh, once you know it, this guy is named Soyuz. 
this uh, bald guy who carries around what I think is the little boat that he sailed in on Noah oh, no. style. That's a <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I'm pretty sure that's that's the same uh, thing, even though, it, yeah, it is a shield, isn't it? Uh, so <laughs> this guy who might have been in the background for the past two seasons that is finally being acknowledged. And I guess he was going by no name prior to this moment, which is. How do you how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know, dude, but he was the ultimate NPC for a long time. Uh-huh. It's in the script. Yeah. I, I was just uh, thumbing through our old episode titles the other day. I came across it. It was in the script. I was like, and to be honest <laughs> with you, man, he got them doing the ultimate ass side quiz right now. Sure. <laughs> God damn, I'm sorry. This dude uh, might not just be a red shirt. (laughs) He seems kind of important. Also, he's becoming increasingly more important by confessing his love to Amaryllis. (laughs) Though, I suppose she confessed her love to him first because she thought he was the master. (laughs) I love the fact that she totally knew that Gin wasn't the master. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, it ain't you. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> ain't it, Chief. Who is his master? Doesn't seem like a nice fella. <laughs> Again, I shall uh, laugh in moderator. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, if people know... If Pretty sure know. we've at least seen what the master looks like because of the opening. Nobody sees the master. I think we'll see him soon enough. Ah, yeah. That that is just totally creepy. That whole master thing, like Mm -hmm. Emrellis is auditioning to be chosen by him. Like, what? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, she's trying to, and and oh my god, like I just I just couldn't. I was like, oh, Oh, this is gonna get really creepy. Really quickly, isn't it? Oh yes. Oh, gross. Mm. Well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an anime if we didn't have of something fetishized, and here we are. <laughs> uh, at least it's the bad guys. So we know it's actually like not good that it's happening. It's not treated as oh, this is great. No, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do love Senku's ability to just pivot when there's a new challenge. Like, you know, he had this ship full of everything he wanted it to be. And all of a sudden he's lost that in the complete crew. And then he's like, all right, what's next? All right. We have a new goal. We got to get this platinum. We got to figure out what's in where the treasure is. Like he's just, he's just able to pivot and focus on the next goal. And it really, cause I was like sitting there like, Oh my, Oh my God. Oh my God. Everyone's petrified. What now? And he's like, all right, we'll figure this out. And he just moves on. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow that lead. Stay optimistic. <laughs> you can't petrify Senku. Ah, <laughs> I mean, you technically can, but he'll wake up on his own. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's a survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I mean, sure, some nitric acid was involved, but still. <laughs> Tremendous luck. 
And they say he's not lucky. <laughs> uh, well, most of the time he's not. So I'm assuming Y-Man is not on this island. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. But I have to stay very quiet about that. Maybe. No, after this recording, you're going to tell me everything because I hate waiting and I want to know all of it. <laughs> I, wanna, I don't I know. I, I purposefully know. didn't watch this until Toonami started during it. <laughs> well, mean, once you start. I, 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 I'll tell you. This, no, 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 I won't say anything. I won't say anything. It's best for me not to say anything on the recording. No, we're not going to do spoilers on this podcast because we're yeah. not. Nope, nope, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. No. So I did consider having us talk about episode eight in case this doesn't come out until next week. (laughs) They really raised the stakes, though, man. Like, it's not just the fact that he's got to figure out how to get the, the petrified crew. But also, like, now they have an entire unknown civilization on this island that is potentially hostile, well, clearly hostile, that they have to contend with. Like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So, what a hard uh, uh, left turn for the show to, like, really raise the stakes. And I, I, I like that they do that, but at the same time, I'm like, you have to do that right before Cliffhanger, like, because they're dividing up the season into two into two sections, which means at some point we're going to be left with a cliffhanger. And if I looked it up and then the next part doesn't start until October. So we're all going to have to wait until like late October, November before we see the conclusion of this, which is going to make me crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll be all right. Maybe the episode 11 isn't a big cliffhanger. Uh, I yeah. only got to like the arc after this. That's about as far as I got. I did not complete the manga. I need to. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just I'm just fucking lazy, man. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I understand. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm being lazy for a reason. I mean, I got fucking light novels that I haven't even read yet. Just oh, for that's a, dude, that's don't a don't even get started on that conversation. Have you seen my bookwalker queue? <laughs> oh God, it doesn't help <laughs> that I've got a friend that's buying books on my bookwalker account now. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, all right. Books I had no idea about. Cool. I went half a year before buying anything else from Right Stuff, but I, I had to crack on that Shaman King Japanese audio here, for dude, 33 bucks. Look here, dude. Trapped as a dating sim. You know, it's hard for a mob, man. I had to buy all those. Oh, God. I might buy those books. I, the anime was funny, but I, the animation was bad. But the book sounds great. Oh, man. The animation's such a letdown. I mean, oh, I finger quote animation because some of that is like a slideshow. But it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a fun story. For, it's fine enough for me because the dude is so freaking horrible, but he's great. He doesn't want even level up. He gets mad. I understand. Like, dude, I do not want this responsibility. <laughs> it's an ugly, I, ugly show, but if they ran that on Toonami, I would definitely watch it with you guys. <laughs> it is funny as shit. It's ugly, but it is absolutely hilarious. Great dub. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely. Hey. I got all those books on Bookwalker. I, I mean, like, we could literally do a, um, we could do a, um, dating sim drinking game. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. like, look here, uh, Jose. I gotta bring it back up. Jose did um, with the Black Lagoon drink game. Jose did get drank charcoal pills. I'm so that he sense we need another off-topic episode someday soon. Yeah. 
Well, it's the drinking game. Uh, take a drink every time that Luxion and the guy have an argument. Gotta be something, man. Because they do that a lot, especially yeah. in the books. I mean, because my thing is, I really want people to understand what it means to be inebriated. I don't know what that is anymore. So, yeah. He's dude, like the Flash. It doesn't affect him. Dude, look here. All I got to say is, man, <laughs> COVID <laughs> literally, um, COVID literally upped my game of drinking. I became Ultra Instinct drinking derail. Oh, man. <laughs> Ultra instant like I, drinking, huh? Oh look boy. here, man. I didn't have shit else to do, man, at that point. And I was depressed as hell because a lot of bad things happened during the time of COVID. I mean, me. you're not wrong. I, I was in the same boat as you, man. I mean, it was like a lot of shit posting and a lot of drinking because I lost a lot of people during that during the pandemic. Ooh, that's no point now, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh. But not not trying to be sad, but let's get back on topic. I'm sorry, y'all. No, nah, I mean, that's legit. Uh, I'm not sure how to segue from this, but uh, yeah. Oh, dude, there's always a segue, man. Because we're I want to talk about losing people. Thank you, losing people, and finding a way to get them back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm really, like, obsessed with the why man thing. Okay, so yes. if I were to go down this thought uh, process... The person hit not only, um, uh, what's it called, um, Morse code. So they would not, they would have been a Stone Age person who have Morse code language. Um, they obviously have a way of projecting the Morse code in a digital, in a, in a, a fashion that their radar was able to pick up the Morse code. So they're radio doing waves. it from a distance away. So they have, yeah, so they have developed radio waves. So they've developed a way of getting the metal to get to develop all this technology as we saw, excuse me, as we saw with Senku. So like, this is an individual maybe who has a whole like miniature science kingdom similar to Senku's who's done this and perhaps sooner that they're they're able to have this whole message. But then, like, why is that the message? It's a really weird, creepy message. Like, I'm totally obsessed with this, and I'm just so excited for them. Obviously, now I'm, like, invested in this current arc, but I'm really, like, obsessed with them going to South America and identifying who this person is and why they're projecting this message, you know? Why? Why? Why, man? Hey, why are you assuming their gender? Why ask why? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> could be if it could be a woman. It could be non-binary. We don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Why? It's you know, why has many implications. Like it, there's different ways to get it. It's like why, like why, how did somebody get out of this situation? Why, how is somebody capable of doing this? Uh why won't somebody come help me? Why, you know, there's. Yeah. They could why be a victim. Someone... They could be a perpetrator. They could why be is... just going crazy. Why are you <laughs> using radar? Why are you using a radar? They sound a little unhinged, though, to maybe, be honest. Maybe using radar brings about something worse. Ooh. Such as? I don't know. It could attract somebody. Attracted Y-Man! Yeah. Why y'all like this? 
maybe why man's afraid of what somebody else using radar can trigger. Maybe why man wants to know where the X Men are. Maybe. <laughs> what about the, the Z Men? Oh the V Men, the Human. All well, men. well played, well played, sir. Well played. All the men. Yeah. And the women, and the children, and the yeah. And the women, and the children too. Many, many questions. Yes, the why women and the why children. The why people. The why people. people. Do they go to the YMCA? Damn it! Took my, I was about to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love hanging out with you guys. Yes, they do. I think uh, I, I think that's the, they must. They must. Yeah. Yeah. This this is a good season though. It's a oh, it's yeah. a. Good... No, this was great. And I keep joking about laughing at Mongerator, but let me tell you, they did this arc super justice. I knew it was coming. It didn't matter. It was still really good. What's the name of this arc? Good to know. Good to no, what, know. What's the name of the arc? I couldn't tell you if I tried, honestly. Okay. Probably Treasure Island. Looking it up. Ain't gonna find no Jim Hawkins there. Speaking uh, of or science, Muppets. the um the the pose that Senku does. Yes. Love it. Yeah, I love that nice little uh, nod to Einstein. That was that was that, oh, was, that nice. was that was classy. I was watching without a buddy of mine who's a big historian buff, and he's like, sense. they're not gonna, and then he's like, of course they did. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> Gotta be talking about Ark. You are damn right. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> <sighs> it's almost like you know my friends. I think I do sometimes. You know a lot of my friends. <laughs> Giving me flashbacks to Donkey Kong Country with those minecarts. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. I know, man. I believe that's kind of like a little Easter egg for that, man, because that's what it makes me think about so much. It's mini game. Could be. They they do a lot of video game references. Even though I said they're going full Minecraft, it honestly is probably Dragon Quest Builders. Because <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. be the first time they referenced Dragon Quest. And it won't be the last time. I mean, shoot, they basically reference Dragon Quest whenever they achieve something. Whenever they like like when they added Amaryllis to their team, that was I'm pretty sure that was a Dragon Quest reference with the like the message box and all that. Or it could just be more of a general RPG thing, but in Japan, general RPG is Dragon Quest. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I never noticed that. I I was so caught up in the like seeing the point and click adventure that I I didn't I didn't notice those. I'm gonna can rewatch that to to catch those references because this is a vegetable show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I couldn't be the only one that got amusement out of the fact that their long term bread solution is fruitcake. <laughs> That shit does not go bad, man. You can (laughs) throw that into a trash can, bang it around, throw it outside in the water, and it'll be fine. (laughs) Okay, anybody that's from Alabama, I'm just going to say this right now. Yumiko, 
And Brittany, y'all understand this when I make this reference, but fruitcake is literally the best of cakes. They, they will understand that reference. And at some point in time, I will tell y'all about the city of Bessemer. Or as we call it sometimes, Stressemer. But not today. <laughs> yeah. Lots of fun so stuff this season. Bowling is a nice touch because, like, in developing that, they had to figure out how to, like, get the, you know, alcohol to preserve the fruit and make butter mm-hmm. and then baking everything correctly. And she was explaining baking. And I was like, oh, that's that's a good little. Here's the rail over on the side. You're like, whoa, aren't you going to drink some of that booze? Yeah. Yeah. For the record, <laughs> stolen, I think, is. But that's just a personal opinion. I don't judge anybody who likes the different because every every culture has its own version of this dish. Italian one, but like that, that no, I'm not Italian. It's just what I grew up with. Cause we, we were, we lived there for a little while. So, but, but the stolen stuff, like I was like, no one, I'm sure the whole society is like, this is the most amazing thing we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. While it's baking. <laughs> you know, I mean, when they introduced bread, I totally forgot that when they made ramen, they didn't actually use wheat. <laughs> that was like millet ramen or something. They use millet. Yeah. But I'm talking about if you look at it, bacon is nothing but science that you can eat, man. That's true. Now, you have to be precise, but depending on what it is, you can actually freestyle. Mm. But you still got to be precise when you bake because you can always add in, but you can't take out. It's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. <clears throat> oh. Any anything else you guys want to talk about regarding Doctor Stone so far? Oh, I think we good on it. I think we covered it pretty heavily there. Hmm. I'm very stressed about the petrified crewmates. I'm very worried for them, and I don't like that I have to wait weeks to see the resolution of. They'll probably be fine. They'll be fine. (laughs) They'll be fine. I mean, remember one of their goals is to figure out how to petrify somebody so that they can save Sukasa. So, and remember is, they got um that's why slacker. this is both good and bad. <laughs> and don't forget they got the slacker actually got away. Yeah. You know, oh that's the other thing. Uh they had to take uh Huga and what's what's the acrobat girl's name? Yeah I was just going to say, are they petrified too? Like, I feel like if they got loose, they'd be way more dangerous to this unknown society. Like, maybe they should just let them go and be like, do damage here. We'll stay out of your way. That's part of the reason why they brought them was because they might have to use them. They have to use them as guard dogs. Yeah, we don't know if they got petrified. We assume that pretty much everybody who was able to walk around on the boat freely got petrified except Suica was kicked off. So maybe they got petrified. Maybe they didn't. Who knows, man? To be, the range you, of that to be honest with you, man, they're so freaking crafty. There's possibility, man, that they actually got out of the way. Yeah. And they probably could have escaped at any time, man, because that's <laughs> just how freaking elusive they can be. Yeah, Homero, that was their name. Uh, yeah, those two could definitely escape 
more likely than not. That's part of the it reason why they caused them caused some trouble too. Brought brought them with them. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, of course they have to bring the prisoners with them. Who else are they going to put in the brig? <laughs> well, they kind of brought them there specifically because they didn't want to leave them behind to cause problems. No, no, they would come back and it would be the 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 kingdom of Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, no, we don't want that. No, we don't want the Hugo Kingdom. We don't want the Hugo clan. Nope. <laughs> None of that shit now. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. Well, we'll see if that's we'll see if that could Master won't even see what's coming. <laughs> there are always two of them there are the master and the apprentice. I can't remember. Why did they have to freeze Sukasa again? I forgot. Because he was dying. Yeah, he was dying from his injuries with that last fight. Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. He was he was dying. I thought he was sick. I couldn't remember. No, he he had he was uh, organs were punctured. Uh, his couldn't... sister was sick, but she was cured because she was, you know, in the stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're probably confused. And they want it. They want to petrify him so they can unpetrify him, and so he'll, he'll be, be cured. Exactly. All right. Now I'm remembering all this. Yeah. A curious choice. Why did the old village chief come with them on the boat? You'd think he would stay behind, even though he's not the village chief anymore. And hey, look at him, dude. If you've been a village chief like for that long, man, you, <laughs> you want to get out. Him. Like, you want to I'm, see the world? Like seriously, man. Like I'm over it. I'm not. I'm not the village chief anymore. So let me get out here and see what's <laughs> going on in the world. He, he was pretty useless too as a village chief. So I don't think he was completely yeah. useless, but a know. little bit. Not nearly as useless as Mister. I'm gonna swim out there really far and make a big show of not being able to get to the boat. Oh, but you didn't count on Taiju, now did you? I mean, like, seriously, Taiju is a freaking beast, man. I have Taiju so much. Taiju MVP. He is, like, just a gentle giant, man, but he is, like, just the best person. He can be a little bit naive, but I got to say it, man. That dude has a big heart. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The biggest. <laughs> I also appreciate uh, uh, the others are like, no, uh, no, Yuzuriha, don't, don't get them started on their boat. And she's like, what? I've sat through these long lectures of Senkus before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I enjoy this madness. She's so cute. Yeah, yes. but she's very resourceful and crafty, too, though. Very crafty. Oh, yeah. Literally. I love her, man, because ah, she's been able, I see what you did there. she has actually been able to put back, like, their broken um people, man. Like, Yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's... <laughs> Speaking of stone people, they're going to have to do a lot of, uh, what is it, salt? salt? What's it called when you pull people up from the water? Salvage? Salvaging? Salvaging? Yeah, salvaging. They have to do a lot of salvaging around that island because there is a lot of statues in that water. Yeah, that was pretty, That was such a good reveal. Up. They're like, oh, what the heck? What are these doing here? This doesn't make sense. And everybody's petrified. I had to rewind because I didn't understand what he was saying. Why there wouldn't be people? Like it took me a minute to get it. I didn't. I didn't understand at first. I was like, "Why would petrified people in the water?" Yeah. 
Yeah. So good stuff. Oh, good thing they ain't got corals on them though. Mm. Barnacles. <laughs> be a pain in the ass. Oh man, having to pick those off after you get. <laughs> I mean, some of the people that get revived like have bits of stone still on them, though. I guess it's more of an aesthetic thing. Like, how many times is Yo gonna break through his mask thing with his eyeball? <laughs> that is such a great little bit. It's so funny. <laughs> he keeps doing like, it. That's, that's not possible. He would only break it once. <laughs> ah, it's whatever. It's a gag. It's a uh, funny guy. Good old magma and his diplomacy. Well, if they're trouble, I'll just chill them. <laughs> okay, magma. Well, let's see how far that gets you. Oh, not very far in this case. You're already petrified. Good job, yeah. man. You're a real help. Dude, he's just muscle, man. All brawn. Not so much brain at all. Mm -hmm. Tell you, man. Even on my drunkest days, I still show better drunk, better judgment than magma, man. It's not yeah. hard. No, but then no, again, that's no, not really no, hard. Totally. But hey, he's really strong, and that's good. That's about it. Pretty Hardest odd. part of magma is his head. True. <laughs> Would you get him hanging out with Tondra? <laughs> Uh, I couldn't find a really organic place to pop this into the podcast, so I'm just doing it here. We have some schedule updates regarding Toonami for the remainder of August into September. First of which is uh, the schedule for August 19th, which will be the night that Fooly Cooly finishes Season 1. As you may recall in the past, Fooly Cooly's final episode runs long, so there's going to be a slight shift after it. So it's the same lineup with slightly different times after Fooly Cooly. At midnight, it'll be My Adventures with Superman. At 12.30, Dr. Stone. At 1 a.m., the Fooly Cooly finale. At 1.45, One Piece. At 2.15, Naruto Shippuden. And at 2.45, My Hero Academia. And the following week, August 26th, Toonami gets a little bit longer to accommodate a marathon of Fooly Cooly Progressive. Starting out the night will be My Adventures with Superman. At 12.30, it will be the last episode of Dr. Stone in this batch. At 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. will be all six episodes of Fooly Cooly Progressive. And one marathon deserves another, right? So September 2nd, very similarly, but slightly different, the block will be running until 3.30. With, again, My Adventures with Superman, that'll be the season finale. Followed by a marathon of Fooly Cooly Alternative. From 12.30 to 3.30. And on September 9th, when Fooly Cooly Grunge makes its world premiere, they will also be airing, at 12.30, the first of the two Attack on Titan Final Chapters specials, followed by Naruto Shippuden at 2, and My Hero Academia at 2.30. What will the schedule hold for September 16th? That's anyone's guess. Possibly a new show.
possibly the return of One Piece after three weeks. Yeah, One Piece is going to be gone for three weeks. But there is at least one episode that they haven't aired yet by that point that has clips that are in the bumps, so you know we have it. However, anything beyond that is really just speculation, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. September 16th is going to be Batman Day for celebrating Batman as it has been for several years now. So that will probably lead to a Batman movie after Fooly Cooly Grunge on September 16th. That's my best guess. Could be wrong. Hopefully they announce a new acquisition pretty soon. But until then, that's the news as we know it. So that's four fairly different tsunami schedules heading our way. And if you've been wondering if they can still play Fooly Cooly Progressive and Alternative, yes, apparently they can. And you're going to have the chance to see the entire seasons of both in these marathons. And with that, I return you to the rest of this podcast. So, in our previous episode, we talked about various Tsunami original productions, and Kuro wasn't there for that. So, hey, Kuro, you want to chime in on any of those? The Kamui and the announcement of Watanabe's show, those two, I was pretty, I was pretty pumped about. Because they look like the kind of thing that would do really well on Tsunami. I, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm pretty ambivalent about Fooly Cooly at this point. Um, not we like all. we all pretty <laughs> much felt that way. Um, there is a there is a sense like okay, it's 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 a formula that really works. Fans really respond respond well to the concepts and the animation style and the music. You know, it's kind of funky. But I'm just like, I don't know what they could do that they haven't already done with this particular model. So, mm. you know, I, and I don't want to disrespect the production team because I know like, like that, you know, they production IG do a lot of great work alongside Adult Swim. So I don't want to like dismiss, you know, what they've what they've accomplished through this. But I just personally, I'm pretty ambivalent about them. Um you know, so I, I'm guessing they must they must be going someplace really crazy, like with this this not just the animation style, but um, you know, with with whatever the plot is supposed to be. Um, but the Ninja Kamui looks really exciting. I love Watanabe, so anything he makes is going to be pretty fantastic, and I'm pumped for that. I'm glad. Like I've I said this before. I think primarily having more original stuff. And then just like one or two or three shows, three, including one piece that they get from, you know, existing shows is the good model for Toonami to keep it fresh. So this is, this is a good sign. Like I know we were been in a bit of a lull, so it's, it's good that they're finally getting around to releasing information about the stuff that they hinted at a while ago. So that's, that's about it. Just thought I'd give you the opportunity to, say something about those since you weren't able to be here last time i had to come up with something smart on the spot thanks for that you (laughs) you're helping keeping you on your toes i swear i know i know (laughs) well good job well 
Where would I where would I be without you, Sketch? Your knowledge on this stuff is encyclopedia, though. Your your ability to remember things is impressive, especially when it comes to Tanami shows. And I, I think you'd always be like, yeah, like, I don't know if you have like a cheat on your screen with all this stuff, but I'm convinced you just know this, know this at the back. Like, occasionally I have to look up something on a wiki, but most of it I remember pretty well. And that's why whenever somebody comes out with a Toonami retrospective video on YouTube, I sit there and go, no, they didn't get that right. No, they got that wrong, too. No, no. How did they get that wrong? Props to our man, Sketch. He definitely, he got the knowledge. knowledge He got the info. Clearly, I should use it for something. (laughs) I think you are. Called Toonami Faithful. (laughs) Like, how can I monetize this somehow? That, <laughs> I gotta that, figure out a way to make money with this. Making money? <laughs> do we even do that around here? Send, send your ideas in. <laughs> uh, but, uh, seriously, I have a well-paying day job, so it's all good. <laughs> well, that's important. And to, it affords me enough free time job. to do this. And watch a lot of cartoons. I don't know. As do we all. Let's let's admit it. As do we all. <laughs> I won't yeah. have that kind of time until I win the lottery, man. <laughs> I won't tell anybody, but there will be signs. Ooh. <laughs> will we all, all right. get our milk finally? <laughs> well, I try. Look, I look here. I really did try several times to get y'all mugs. I told Paul I would split the cost with him, and every time he friggin' just got silent or you know tried to um, deflect. Like you should pay for it, dude. I'm not paying for all these. I will. That's the not the point, bro. If you're you're supposed to give us and for all of this, like a mug is the very least. I feel like, <laughs> dude, I've but, deserved more than a mug for the years of service that I've given to this podcast. Yeah, we don't you even get animator mug. review anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, he's got like a stack sitting in his basement of old stuff. Point, just give it away. Just I mean, give it uh, away. Funimation doesn't exist anymore. I know. Yeah. So, Paul, what do you have that you can give away to us for free? Right? I mean, dude, I will friggin' give you the cash, man, the mail, whatever I need. In a previous podcast, I don't remember when, like, uh, I think it was when we were talking about Fena, Sketch had mentioned um, Pirates of Dark Water, because I have a tendency to oh. write down whenever we're on podcast. Oh, yeah. Pirates of Dark Water, good times. About. Yeah, and I never watched growing up, so I started watching it, and I'm like, this is gold adventure cartoon. Like, this is great stuff. And so I've been watching Pirates of Dark Water the past week and a half, and it's been, it's a lot of fun. Like, this is this is good stuff, man. If you haven't, you should definitely check it out. It's like Cartoon Network classic like 90s animation and apparently they didn't finish after season four but they made a game that finished the story so this is the story i didn't know that huh i did not know that either but that that's cool yeah it's a pirates of dark water was a turner animated thing it actually aired on like the pilot aired on fox kids and then the series aired on abc and then reruns were on uh, TNT and Cartoon Network 
Remember when TNT aired cartoons and TBS aired cartoons? All yeah. I'm going to say is, people, yeah. the Pirates of Dark War came on after the MC Hammer um, cartoon. Yes, MC Hammer had a cartoon right along with Kid and Hammerman. Yes. He had two talking shoes that turned him into a Hammerman. It wasn't the pants? You'd think no. it was the pants. No, 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 no. It was two talking shoes. Wow. Trust me, dude. I know these things. Look here. I know I might get some things wrong, but that I remember vividly, sir. Right along with the Kid and Play cartoon. Hola, hola, hey. Hey, my old heads um, that's listening to this podcast, y'all know. <laughs> 90s was such a time where they would make a cartoon spun off of any celebrity, any movie. Oh, yeah. It I mean, we had Wish Kid. Sense. We had Wish Kid, Problem Child, It's a Busy Spider. We had um, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Yeah, Rambo. Gosh. Yeah, Rambo. Had, <laughs> had RoboCop. Uh, I remember RoboCop. <laughs> Actually, those are both in the 80s. But <laughs> it's still, it's still Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Hey. All these R-rated oh, movies yeah. that they turned into cartoons. I'm surprised that they never made like an Aliens cartoon. Dude, they had a toy have line for it at least. <laughs> they, did. they did. They did have a, a toy line. But wait a minute, we did have Starship Troopers. That there was a did. Starship Troopers animated series, Roughnecks, yes. But that was that wasn't like really kid targeted. It was kind of somewhere in between. We had multiple RoboCop cartoons and yeah, a live action series. Yeah, And you know what surprises me about some of these shows is the voice actors are really well-regarded actors now. Like Tim mm-hmm. Curry, oh, Hector yeah. Oh, yeah. Elizondo, Brock mm-hmm. Peters. Like These are like really big names in, in acting and they're just there doing these, you know, like n- not known cartoon voice set. Like, that's awesome. That, I love that. Yeah, in the Especially 90s, there were uh, at least a handful of shows that would get screen actors for for the primary roles. I mean, Batman the Animated Series is a good example of that. But, gargoyles, yeah. like the entire yeah, gargoyles, yeah. Star Trek. All, all the Star Trek. PNG was on Gargoyles. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freaking Marina Sirtis as Damona. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Jonathan Frakes. Oh, Even and then Michael what's the same with ladies? Brett, Brett mm-hmm. Spiner, Brent Spiner. That was pretty awesome. That was awesome. I remember that blowing my mind as a kid when, when that show came out. I'm like, this is Star Trek voice actors, voice acting these guys. I know. What? I got so excited. I got so excited about that. And then, like, starting to see the Macbeth references. Oh. Man, Gargoyles is great stuff. It will always be. Gargoyles. Gargoyles really did a great job of integrating Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Right along with a lot of um, mythology, Absolutely. because I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like most people don't understand about Shakespeare. There is a lot of um, lore, especially when you look at Avalon. And I was like, wait a minute, they're talking about Puck and Lord Oberon and everybody, Lady Tout. I was like, yes, I know this, The Tempest. <laughs> no, yes, I'm a big Shakespeare fan. You know, I do have the sonnet somewhere around here. I might have to buy that again. Yeah. And it's so cool of Gargoyles. It aired on Toonami in the '90s. Heck yes. Yeah. No. Uh, but it was nice. on USA Cartoon Express. <laughs> For me, it was on WB. Yeah. Oh. 
I remember I watching reruns on Disney, Disney afternoon. and they were at like 1130 at night. Like I would get up when I wasn't supposed to be up and watching it like in the middle of the night and also wondering <laughs> why is Disney wearing airing this at 1130? <laughs> I actually had a VHS tape that they called Gargoyles the movie. It was just like the first several episodes in one tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played it a lot on Toon Disney over the years and then Disney XD and now it's on Disney Plus. Which, Which is, is nice because you can nice actually watch it at your own pace. And they they released the series, the original series on DVD in its entirety, but they never got the Goliath Chronicles, which is the ending. Yeah, the Goliath Chronicles were great. Did not see some of the things that happened coming. But then yeah. again, I kind of I kind of saw some things coming too, though. But you know. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, apparently you get me talking about old school TV, and I turn into sketch. You guys know about the Gargoyles comic line that's out right now, right? No. Hello? <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's a new comic and it's written by Greg Wiseman. Ooh. You know, really? we, did, we met Greg at um, MomoCon and he was a very nice guy and I He was a super nice guy. I mean, I continued to run in Greg Wiseman like the whole time I was coming. He's like, "We just keep on running to each other." I should have asked him, out, "Hey, let's go and have a drink, man." I really should have, man. You should have. Well, look here. We know about my drinking prowess, so I don't want to scare people away. I'll never forget bumping into Keith David as he was coming out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, this is not the right time to shake somebody's hand. <laughs> uh, reminds me of the time I ran into John DeLancey just walking around Catalina Island when I was a teenager. Oh, that's wild. It happened. My whole family. That is wild. My, my mom, my dad, my sister, and I were just vacationing there. And uh, like, there oh, he was. Mate, it's cute. Um, we were all too nervous to go talk to the guy, and my sister, being brave, she just walks up and was like, are you Q? He's like, yes. Yes, I am. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what oh, his man. response should have been? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, because I live in Alabama, man, and I run into celebrities pretty much, like, all the time, is like, I don't get starstruck. <laughs> like, Dude, Most of them were too afraid to bother the poor guy because he wasn't like on a tour or anything. He was just being a guy out and about, you know, as people. Yeah, it's to... important to respect people's privacy. And... No, I respect yeah. the privacy, man, but I'll just like say, hello, how you doing, man? Like, dude, we yeah. see Nick Saban all the oh, yeah. time. Uh, he signed some napkins, but we long ago lost them. No, I would had. definitely, I would definitely geek out. Like, I, I don't have any celebrity stories that come to mind or that you know, so I'm a, I don't think I've ever met a celebrity in person but I think I might like get excited like when we met um um what's his name at who was it sketch when we went to anime expo who was represent who was representing is it Gil Gil what yeah uh, Gil and I, Jason were both there I got I got super excited when we met Gil. Like I got a picture with him. Remember, like I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" <laughs> when you meet Jason Demarco, your first impression is probably, "Oh wow, he is tall." Yeah, oh, no, and Gil's super. Gil's super guy. cute. He's super cute in person too. So I was like, "Oh, okay." I was a little flustered, but all I gotta say, he's is married. Of all course, I, I mean. You, I'm not like saying that way. It's okay to say someone's attractive looking, like without yeah. being weird about it. Yeah, all I gotta say is Michelle Ruff came to my house, man. <laughs> well, none of us can top that. 
uh, Jose can. He's actually, you know. Oh, that's that's true. Jose can. Jose, but like. I got all the stories. Yeah, but see, Michelle and my mom were roasting me, man, at dinner. Because I don't have kids. And (laughs) they got got on the subject of grandkids. Of why I don't have any (laughs) for mom. And I'm like, just sitting up there like, why? Why is this happening? And Eddie's like, it could have been worse. Like, seriously. <laughs> oh, wow. man. But they, like, it's, it was cool, though, man. Like, after that, everybody left me alone at, at that point. So, like, when they see me respond and picking on Michelle on Twitter, no one says anything anymore because they know that we're just that type. <laughs> and I'm not doing that just to name drop a brag, man. It's just like she's literally my friend. Well, Big Sis, anyway, because when she gets on the podcast, you know what happens. Indeed we do. Boy, it's been a long time. I know, but she's been busy lately. Ah, for sure. Let me check. I'll probably have to shoot up six soon. Hmm. <sighs> All right, well, we better get out of here before I start rambling about all the things going on with Ninja Turtles right now. It's oh, on Nicktoons! My gosh. So many cool things. It's on television for the first time in over 25 years! Hell yeah! Nostalgia, baby! Oh, it's glorious. I was live-tweeting Ninja Turtles last night like I live-tweet Toonami. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I hope it sticks around more than a week because right now it's only scheduled for a week and that makes me sad. But there is that 24-7 Pluto TV free Totally Turtles channel which is currently cycling through episodes of the OG. Which is neat. Good times. And I saw that movie and that movie is so good. Best Ninja Turtles movie since 1990. Dang, that's high praise. Is it, though? <laughs> I mean, there are two other good Ninja Turtle movies. Debatably so. <laughs> I like two but, TMNT. Yeah, I do, too. I would say that it is better movie than either of those, much less any of the others. Well, yeah, the other ones, I'm not even, I'm not even considering the other ones, but... Also better than Batman TMNT, which is really Ooh, good. I still need I'll... to see that one of these days. Yes, you do. You need to get around to that. That's good. It's really good. I, uh, it's on my it's on my uh, bucket list. I just haven't had a chance to pick it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, totally. Totally go see that movie. It's fantastic. I love it. Love it. Great. Okay. Uh, I think uh, that'll do for... This podcast, if you have anything you want to tell us about Dr. Stone or anything else going on with Toonami, you can email us at podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com. You can follow us on Facebook.com backslash ToonamiFaithfulPodcast and on Twitter at ToonamiPodcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, PodBay, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify, and tune in. We salute Stitcher as it has been absorbed into some other company. Sad. Fairly well, Stitcher. 
And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And you can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on Toonami Faithful com we are also trying out other social media we're on instagram threads we're on mastodon we're on blue sky just uh look for tsunami faithful on all of those i don't what was that Kuro? i said i don't get how mastodon works i skimmed and i was confused and gave up very quickly well actually you just go tyrannosaurus Mastodon. <laughs> we're just gonna keep making this joke it's, it's always ends. morphing time here uh yeah it is <laughs> where's the saber cat <laughs> saber tooth tiger well she always said it in a certain kind of way yeah uh make sure rest in peace um Aww. yeah oh wait speaking of rest in peace mm, yes. i know where this is going we lost another icon of children's television yeah make a lick mm. a honey make a honey hole yeah yes rest all rubens all rubens that that hit me harder than i thought it would honestly but ow yeah what a character Absolutely. Thanks for all you contributed to entertainment. In our childhood. Absolutely. Yeah. Made my laugh my butt off as a kid. Exactly. Right along with Cowboy Larry. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's up there with Ernest making God laugh. Exactly. <sighs> I love that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I am... <laughs> Now I'm envisioning Ernest and Pee Wee Herman at the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look here. He even had a dance, man. Oh, oh, do it. Do it. Can you do it? Do it. I mean, do it. Seriously. Pee Wee Herman. Hey, Vern. <laughs> hey, Vern is Ernest. Do the laugh. Do the I don't think any of us can do it convincingly. No, there's no way. I, my voice does not go that high. It will crack. <laughs> Sorry, hey, you both voice go. lessons. Come on. I believe in you. I, I believe in you. The day my nuts drop was the day that my high pitch was. My, 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 I, 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 you can believe me all you want. My larynx won't go that high. That's actually not that bad. That's not that bad. <laughs> Uh, that was a bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I will always remember him, besides Peebus Wayos, of course, best for the uh, Captain Captain Rex in Star Tours. Mmm, yes. Yes. Uh, dude, I remember when he was on the episode of um, 227. Yeah, I'm old, so shut up, people. <laughs> uh, you got three old men on here, at the very least. <laughs> Hey, I remember he played uh, Batmite on Batman the Brave and the Bold. He was great in that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, he was. He did a lot of good cartoon voices. He did. Yeah. Always remember the platform shoes and doing the Pee Wee Herman dance. It was very interesting. We had no idea that there was anything going on, and that just goes to show how much you should value the people in your life because you never know. 
You always give people their flowers, people. That's right. Which is what I do daily. But I'm giving Paul weeds. <laughs> well, the kind right you can then. smoke? Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't think so. Nah, I don't like him like that. <laughs> Give him some dandelions. No, he can make dandelion wine with them. They're actually edible. No. <laughs> he can get some poison oak. Aren't you resourceful? <laughs> oh, poison oak. Itchy, just thinking about it. I love okay. Paul. Not you. <laughs> yeah, but do you? <laughs> but do you? Uh, yeah. Too many social medias, and do any of them let you direct message other than Twitter? Because I, 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 uh, I'm, just, no. I'm just gonna have to use Discord. <laughs> Discord is is honestly so nice. I hit my DM limit the other day. I was like. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah! Why would you put a limit on DMs? That is so stupid. Why? So that you will pay to get the blue check mark. Yeah, but no one's going to do that. Like, right. there's so many other ways you can direct communicate with people. Yes, there's so free email, there's Discord, there's all kinds yeah. of ways to communicate. Um, I almost said AIM, but I forgot that they shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm old. But there's yeah, a lot of ways to do that. IRC chat. IRC chat. Here we go. Let's get a Tsunami Fifth IRC chat. We're gonna we're gonna do it now. <laughs> so join us on our Discord. <laughs> we'll probably be more active there in the probably. coming months. <laughs> I mean, besides, we got X now. I'm I'm dead serious. I looked at that X and I was like, I wonder if Savage um, Finney is actually going to make them cease and desist because it looks so much like the X logo for that. <laughs> it looks so stupid. I'm sorry, but no, you know what? I'm not sorry. Never going to update. I'm never like, calling it X. I will I'm keep never going to call it forever. X. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, like, because... it, 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 I might call it Twitter X in a joke, you know, like Mega Man X. But like Mega Man X, sometimes you just call it Twitter. No, it's still Twitter. Of course. Because I'm going to pull a Prince here. It's, it's still the site for Lino. Yeah. Ladies the and gentlemen. the t-shirt that say it's still Twitter? <laughs> Wait a minute. But have you heard the word? The bird. The bird's the word. Bird. Bird, 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 bird. Yeah. You know what? Everybody should just literally send Elon Musk a dang on, um clip from family cool, clip with the bird is the word nice. like, that'd be really bird. funny like a like full chain of tagging him yeah, and, and bird, bird is the is word the that'd surfing, be really really funny yeah surfing bird is you the heard it here folks we're encouraging yes you don't realize we're encouraging i'm you i am now doing this this is now happening. <laughs> 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 and everyone's gonna retweet and we're gonna like it'll be great <laughs> Yeah, you put it out. And now and... I'm going to go cheat and look up Dr. Stone arcs as we wrap up this episode. <laughs> I will Don't tell you, I can't cheat. Help I will tell you a few things when we're done recording, Guru. I'll tell you what okay. I can. Don't tell Speaking of. Don't, don't tell her while I'm here. No, don't worry. I won't. <laughs> All right. Blazer, where can they find you? Oh, oh she's taking over. Oh. So me. <laughs> oh, Trying to wrap things up. Over. Go ahead. Well, um, you can find me on Twitter, where the bird is the word. 
at LaserKid Prime. Uh, you can find me, of course, on Toonami Faithful when I write editorials, which I should have one actually in the near future because I finally finished moving. Yay! Um, and you can find me on many of V-Lord's podcasts, the V-Lord Podcast Universe. I memed it into existence. Help. It's a real thing now. And Kuro, where can they find you? Um, on the site formerly known as Twitter. Happy Kuro Kitty. And I, I'm on the Toonami Discord. Yeah, you can find me there. Um, I, I'm not sure I'm ready for the DMs there. You can DM me, DM me on Twitter if you'd like. um i'm really bad about responding to messages but if you tweet me i will respond to that so where can they find you Daryl? well you can always find me in a bottle of a bottle of whiskey um no but seriously you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com um shoot i don't know how much longer i'm gonna be doing certain things on on the twitters but, you know, when I do decide to move to another avenue, I hope you know, people will follow me. But, but that's pretty much where you'll find me for right now. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. I'm also on Blue Sky at Sketch1984. Uh, yeah, the fact that it doesn't have DMs does not inspire me to use Blue Sky very often, but I, I, I kind of dabble. Oh, I also remembered that I have an alt count on Twitter for uh, Ninja Turtles bullcrap. <laughs> what was that? I think it's um, TMNT underscore riff. I think I think that's it. Let me let me double check. Oh no, it's TMNT riffs, all one word on Twitter. That is uh, probably where I'll be talking more about Ninja Turtles stuff now that I remember that I have it. <laughs> I was like, what's this? I have another account I'm logged into on the Twitter app? Oh, that one! <laughs> Fun fact, that used to be a Gundam riff one when I was like trying to slowly get through a Gundam show and make jokes about it, but it became Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Because I talk about that a lot more. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Especially now. Now it's Big Turtle Week. Big Turtle Week. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode and all prior episodes that you've listened to. We always appreciate your listenership. Be sure to share the podcast with anybody you think would be interested in listening because uh, we, we definitely want to spread the love. But until next time, we're punching out. Deuces! And I hate most of you. Why man was upset because of the change from Twitter to X. <laughs> uh, makes perfect sense. I'm on board, my man. <laughs> Tell it.